Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Welcome in, everybody. Sports Byline USA, your favorite. I never said it was my favorite. Well, whatever. Rick Tittle with you for the next three hours. That's right. Count them. Not one, not two, three. We're going to talk some sports. And the great thing about this show, (laughs) I'm so great. No, I'll talk about any sport you would like. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, protests in Japan today over the uh, Olympics. People still want it canceled. Hearing now only 10,000 domestic fans, that would be people who live in the nation of Japan, will be allowed to every venue. Oh, everybody's so mad. Oh, my gosh, you guys. All right, we'll talk about all that. The uh, NBA lottery happened yesterday. Got to talk about the 7th and the 14th picks. Why is that? Well, stay tuned. Also, we have uh, guests. When do we not have guests? We always have um, what I would describe as hella guests. We have the uh, College Football Hall of Famer Super Bowl champ Bob Stein coming up. We've got a couple of the guys from Dude Perfect. We also have uh, the Chess Hall of Famer, Shannon Bailey. Oh, hold on to your seatbelts right there. Filmmaker, Suzanne De Laurentiis. If you're my age or you're just a film buff and you hear De Laurentiis, you know you're in for it right there. So let's just talk some sports. This is what we're here. And a little entertainment. If you notice, the, actually a lot of entertainment with my show lately. But let's get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening around the world on American Forces Radio Network. That's $500, 177 countries, ships at sea, doing a great job. Also, uh, don't forget, you can always catch us on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, and the Stitcher app as well. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. So. 
How can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible. Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get $10 off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $50 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73, valid in store and online. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You know, we've been checking in with some of the uh, College Hall of Fame uh, voters from the National Football Foundation. And, uh, by the way, 75 SBS players make the ballot uh, each year around that much. But uh, the cool thing is you can vote yourself 
And you just have to email membership at footballfoundation.com or just go to footballfoundation.org to learn more about it. One of those voters and one of the members of the College Football Hall of Fame is with us. Quite happy to have Bob Stein with us. And, uh, Bob, you've had such an interesting career. And, and you know, it's I played Division II college football, and I remember a backhanded compliment I got from a girl who said that I didn't seem stupid enough to be on the football team. So what was it like for you as a Rhodes Scholar to be on the football team? Well, uh, I, I wasn't smart enough to be a Rhodes Scholar. Actually, I, I was in the Rhodes Scholarship competition, uh, but I was a semifinalist, I think, so it wasn't a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's just say, I mean, you. Let's go back to your career, though. You were the you were twenty one years old, and you were in the Super Bowl, and of course, those were the early days. But um, it was not lost upon you the the monumental time that you were in. Were you aware of it at the present? Uh, not well. Yes and no. Yes, because. The Chiefs had been, that was my rookie year, as you mentioned, and I was 21 when I played in the game. And uh, the Chiefs had been in the first Super Bowl four years before against the Packers and had lost. And I remember the first, uh, one of the first days of training camp, my first year, standing next to some old veterans who were on that team and hearing him say, you know, it was so horrible to let everybody down, let ourselves down, and everything that came with losing that game, that it's better to never get there wow. if you get there and lose. And so that made a big impact. And the other thing that was very impactful was it was the last game played before the American Football League merged with the NFL. And for the guys who played in the AFL, they had been you know 10 years of hearing that they weren't as good, that they were the minor league, that you know, all this stuff, even though they were the same guys coming out of college and uh, and lots of great players. But we had many guys on our team who played all 10 years of the AFL. So when we went into the locker room and, and get, those guys saw the AFL patch on our jerseys, some of them had tears in their eyes. Wow. And, I, you know, I was at least smart enough to notice that and figure, oh, something's up. <laughs> you know, speaking of taking losses and, and wins so hard. I think about your time running the the expansion T-Wolves, and um, you know, we had Eric Musselman out here in Golden State. We used to talk, talk oh, sure. about his dad, Bill. Then Bill, of course, was your first coach, and, and he used to talk about how defeat was worth than death because you had to live with it. So uh, they always said there weren't a lot of, you know, uh, bone mows coming out of him. He was very, very intense. Uh you know, a golden gopher, too. What, what was it like, and, and why was he the guy those first few years for you? Well, uh, he, had, he had coached, as, as you allude to, the, the uh, Minnesota the University of Minnesota basketball team, uh, you know, maybe a decade or so earlier, and they had had phenomenal success on the court and off, off the court, so to speak, because they filled the place. You know, he had a pregame routine. There was music and, and fancy dribbling, and it was very choreographed. The players loved it. The fans loved it. And that play, that building was absolutely full a half hour before tip-off every game. Uh, and so with an expansion team, we knew we were not going to be good, especially given the circumstances created by the NBA for that expansion. They, they just didn't give us much. 
I've told many people I, I, I was really impressed by Gary Bettman and the NHL giving enough talent to the expansion team so that Las Vegas could be a competitor right away. I think that helps the whole league. Well, the NBA wasn't quite as generous, so we knew we were going to struggle. And we felt that uh, part of our job was to create the the uh, impression that it was not the accurate impression that it was important to us to be in the entertainment business, not just the basketball business. And we thought Bill could do a lot of that at the time we were building a team. And also he had had tremendous success in the uh, – my, you know, the minor leagues, the CBA, and we kind of thought that uh, in some ways that was that was analogous. Well, and, and I mean, it's, it's almost uh, an understatement how much you had to do with that team, and I think about the Target Center and creating all the jobs and the public approval, and, and it's, it, it, it's not enough just to say, hey, we sold out because this, this metropolitan area was starved for basketball. Any team can have a honeymoon period for that. How was it that you were able – to break all sorts of attendance records for, I mean, we know that Garnett was a draw when he got there, but, but I mean, it's just, you guys were crushing attendance records all over the league. Well, we, we actually, the first year we played was in the Metrodome. So we had a bigger capacity and we established all time attendance record. That's still is uh, the record for the NBA. And I'm sure it will be, it may be forever because they'll never play in you know, a non-basketball facility again. Uh, you know, it was one of those things I tell people I'm really happy I had the chance to do and I would never want to do again under any circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of you know building, we built a Target Center in downtown Minneapolis on the smallest site in America for a major arena facility. It was right in the heart of downtown. We had no place to stage the construction, to put the construction materials. We had to build it in a horseshoe shape, put the construction stuff in the middle of it, and gradually back off and, you know, back up and pull the the roof over as we finished it. Uh, that was crazy. At the same time, we were starting the team and starting the team organization. You know, as you well know, in sports, a lot of people figure when the team's not on the field playing, all the executives have their feet up on the desk looking out the window. <laughs> but the fact is, you are in the entertainment business. It's a 365-day-a-year business, and uh, there's a lot more to it. So we were building that organization, and then I was trying to navigate my way into the sports management business, having been a player and and a, a lawyer for players for about you know for about a decade, uh, but that's different than being on the other side of the table managing it and you know in every way other than maybe the individual contract negotiations. But I got a lot of help from people throughout the NBA when I asked. I went around, and besides looking at every major arena. We uh, in, it talked to a lot of people in other sports, too, because what we concluded was, you know, the places where they have to be really creative in marketing their product aren't the NFL, because the NFL was is so popular they sell out automatically, you know, and, and their main revenue is from the national broadcast. Uh, but in baseball, you've got a big facility and a lot of games, so you have to be creative. In basketball... You got a fairly big facility and many games, so you have to give people a reason to come. 
above and beyond just wins and losses if you're going to be successful with a struggling team. And so we talked to people in every sport, ended up with a uh, head of our marketing that came out of pro soccer, which was, you know, has some of the same issues. And, uh, you know, it, it was in the red zone all the time, but it's fun to take on challenges like that. And I think you could argue we were, we were the smallest market in America with all the pro major pro sports at that time. And we had, plus we had the university of Minnesota right in town. We had this, this building we had to build in the heart of downtown Minneapolis on a tiny site with no parking that we could own. So that, you know, the parking revenue is really one of the legs of the stool that's critical for most sports teams. It's a big revenue stream. We didn't have any, we had, uh, publicly owned parking ramps right across street, which made it easy for people to come and go, but it didn't do anything for our bottom line. So we had that to fight. And then about, oh, just the second year we were playing, our lender for the team and the arena went under. And it was was during the, you know, the contraction of lending for any real estate. So we have this unique single purpose building in Minneapolis, Minnesota that we're trying to refinance because our two owners personally were liable on the whole thing. And they, and they did it with no public financial support, which will never have to happen again for sure. But they had been successful in their businesses and felt, Hey, we did all these other things without uh, feeding at the public trough. And why can't we do this? So all that happening at the same time was pretty interesting. No doubt about it. I could talk to this guy all day. It's Bob Stein. Make sure to check out how you, too, can vote for the uh, College Football Hall of Fame through the National Football Foundation. Go to footballfoundation.org or email membership at footballfoundation.com as you can be a voter uh, as well. well. And people who – I should add, Rick, and thank you for that, people mm-hmm. who – who vote also have the opportunity to become members of the National Football Foundation and get, you know, all you get all this tremendous bio, biographical material on all the candidates in that voting package. But you also get a chance to participate and support something that advances the values of football, which I think in today's world, no matter what your political view, the, the leadership and character, uh, areas that, that football promotes are are important and they're valuable to society and you're part of doing that if you take the time to vote and hopefully you know that it's a modest price to join the national football foundation all right very well said bob thanks for your time let's let's talk football again sometime and basketball and everything else you do anytime rick <laughs> nice to speak to you all right i'm rick tittle come on back dude perfect on the other side
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Whatever works. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to be joined by two of the members of Dude Perfect. We have Kobe Cotton and Garrett Hilbert. They're here to talk about their new book, which just came out yesterday, called Dude Perfect, 101 Tricks, Tips, and Cool Stuff. Number one right now, nonfiction 
on Amazon. Let's start off with you, Kobe. Did you ever think all the cool stuff you guys do on YouTube and social media could translate into book form so successfully? Oh, obviously. No, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, no intentions to be an author on our end, and we will admit that we feel like a fake author. Uh, it's mostly pictures yeah. uh, in this book. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole point of this book for Ryan and first, thanks for having us. Appreciate Appreciate you doing that. Um, is we just wanted to give families, um, kind of like a guide to do fun activities together, kind of do perfect style. People are always asking us, you know, how we come up with the ideas and what they can do together as a family. And, um, that's a big piece of why we make the videos so that families can watch something together. And so it gives all types of tips and tricks and stuff that families can gather stuff they either have in their house or that's easy to grab and do play fun games and activities together. So it's been a ton of fun. And we're, we're like you said, we're pumped with um, the response so far. And Garrett, that's the other thing too, because you guys know what you're doing. And a lot of the stuff is don't try this at home. Like when your car starts rolling away and you jump and your jaw hits the back of the trunk while you're trying to stop it. I mean, just things like that. But what, what are some of the things that you can say, as Kobe was saying, that the family can do together? Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff, uh, most of the stuff we do, we try to keep it, we try to keep it family friendly. Uh, you know, we did get a, uh, story sent into us that a kid tried to flip a brick and it landed on his head, which we do not advise. Stick to water bottles. Uh, stick to water bottles. But yeah, so like, I mean, some of the stuff in the book are just like foam airplane trick shots or water bottles flip trick shots, which I know as a parent myself is very annoying, uh, when your kid is flipping water bottles at the dinner table. So we apologize for that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, pick and choose your battle. Yeah, you got to pick. Yeah, you got to pick and choose. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of activities in there. We teach people how to, uh, you know, strike your buddies out with a wiffle ball, uh, which is always a good trick to have up your sleeve. So, you know, it's funny too, Kobe, is that I I know some people who went to A and M like you guys, and you you wear the ring. It's almost like a cult you guys have down there, huh? Wearing it right now. Oh, it's definitely a cult. We're proud to say it. You got the guys doing the push-ups. You got the bonfire. <laughs> I mean, it's just there's nothing like that place, huh? Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's been too long since I've been back. I miss yeah, it. Yeah, it's a special place. Good spot. Special it is place. weird. I admit it's weird from the outside, but if you go there, you love it. Yeah. Sure. Do you guys ever do the, the, the Johnny Manziel rub your fingers together for the cash thing? <laughs> it's been a while since I've done that. Yeah. Uh, in his heyday, in his heyday, I, I have to admit, I jumped in. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, it's been a minute. You know, I think it's so weird, too, uh, Garrett, is that when you're starting off with a bunch of your friends, how hard was it to maybe tell one or two or three guys, hey, you're not actually with the crew? Did you have to do that? (laughs) You know, that's actually a funny thing. We all kind of sat sat down a couple years ago, and we kind of were like, how did we even choose us five? And Really, there. Yeah, I don't. It just naturally came together. So thankfully, we never really had to uh, have the conversation of the friends you wanted in. We've only had to have the conversations of which one of us is going to get kicked out first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, um, Kobe, uh, evil can evil always had to like top himself, and he usually wiped out. So for you, here you have the entire world is your fan base, and they're salivating for you, and you got to keep raising the bar. Is that you know a challenge that's kind of a double-edged sword for you? You know, we were just talking about this with each other yesterday. We started sliding, I think, very unintentionally towards sketchier and sketchier activities in order to raise the bar. We, uh, we did South Africa. We did a bucket list video recently, which is just us going and doing you know things we've always wanted to do and kind of take the audience along for the ride and 
I had to do this absurd world's highest bungee jump thing off this bridge. I mean, so first of all, awful, um, terrifying. Cody just filmed wing walking and stood on one of those biplanes where you like start in the seat while you're flying and then climb up on the top. <laughs> we're like, guys, we're YouTubers. Why are we doing this? We, yeah. we flip water bottles. We're, we're tame. Yeah. Why, why are we going this direction? But I do think there's a natural drift towards uh, raising the bar. And that's the other thing, too, Garrett, is I'm sure you get a lot of people who say, ah, that's all fake. None of that's real. And, of course, if it wasn't real, people would watch it once and then they would just delete it. So uh, for you, how much of the authenticity is just paramount to what you do? Yeah, honestly, that happened with the first video. I think one of the uh, one of the shots, the ball went out of frame for a split second, and we realized doing that from all the comments we saw that people actually rewound and watched the videos multiple times to see if it was real or not. Uh, look, I mean, I don't have any hair anymore, so that's just proof in the pudding that <laughs> it's real. Uh, but uh, um, we would have saved a lot of man hours. Uh, trust me, we kind of wish it was fake sometimes because we're getting uh, sunburned and spending two days on some trick shots but no it, it go. we've always said hey we can all we can only be real from, from now on like the first time we fake something we lose the trust um and so we have stuck to it kobe let me ask you because it's very easy to get drunk with power with this fame which was you know virtually <laughs> overnight and and now you know, maybe you, you may, I don't know, maybe you couldn't get a date and now girls are throwing themselves at you and, and now you got some cash. Uh, have you changed? <laughs> uh, here's what I'll say. We're very, we're very average, boring um, yeah. humans. We're all married with kids. <laughs> and so uh, I don't think we've changed that much. Um, yeah, no, I don't think so. Do you think we've changed, Gare? Yeah, I, I buy a couple more pair of shoes than I probably would have. But <laughs> other than that... That's about as much as we've we've changed. No, we're we're pretty grounded, grounded guys and uh, family rooted. So uh, they they keep us they keep us level headed if we kind of get a big head or and we kind of do that to each other too. If one of us is kind of acting out of hand, we'll bring him down to earth pretty quickly. And I only have I only have about a minute. But Garrett, uh, dude, perfect. The movie is that in the works? You know, uh, funny you say. Funny that. you say that. It actually uh, it is actually in the works. Yes. All right, I totally called it. Everybody, until that time, of course, you know where you can find them on uh, YouTube, but uh, make sure to pick up the new book. It is a big, big hit, like everything they do. It's called Dude Perfect, 101 Tricks, Tips, and Cool Stuff. It just came out, and uh, make sure to pick it up. As I said, it's crushing on Amazon right now. We've been speaking with Kobe Cotton and Garrett Hilbert. Gentlemen, congratulations, and I hope people catch up down the road. Appreciate yeah, thanks you. for having us, man. Have a good one. No doubt about it. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Years ago uh, when uh, you saw, like, in the jackass days, and people would do these <laughs> sketches, and then they would film them thinking it would make them rich and famous. And it was usually those things where guys would jump off their own roof. It was sort of like half professional wrestling, half jackass. And it would be... <laughs> The guy jumping off the roof wasn't the crazy one. It was actually the guy laying on his back, letting the guy jumping off the roof on a ping pong table slam into him. These guys are a little bit more entertaining than that, to say the least. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
oil change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to help. We'll make sure you have all the supplies you need to make the job quick and easy. Right now, get five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95. Plus, get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker, 
Stephen Rutterford, and uh, he's here to talk about his uh, new movie, which is out today on demand, called Finding Ophelia. And uh, Stephen, welcome to the show. Uh, obviously, when we hear Ophelia, it gives us a little bit of uh, Shakespearean uh, flavor to it. Uh, tell us a little bit about the plot, please. Oh, hello. Yes. Um, uh, William Edgar is a um, man who falls in love with a woman, but he's not sure if she's real or not. So he he goes on the journey to find find her, and he's um, um, the, the uh, tagline for the film is "Finding the girl of your dreams can be a nightmare." <laughs> <laughs> what was the genesis behind this project? Where did it all kick off? Um, I guess it's pretty avant-garde compared to most uh, things out there, but I've always been um, fascinated with dreams and how dreams work and, like, is there some kind of alternate realities that we can kind of tune into? And I was listening to a lot of um, kind of ethereal music, drones and kind of, like, ambient music that kind of takes your mind to another place. So I kind of want the viewer to experience this kind of slightly out-of-body experience. Um, so that that was kind of the driving force between writing these kind of, these images that would turn into the story. So it's kind of a strange process. It's definitely, uh, it's probably not everyone's cup of tea, this film. I think if you love this film, you'll probably watch it a hundred times. Like, you'll be really into it. But if you like, you know, the Fast and the Furious nine of, <laughs> <laughs> of course watch that of course watch the superhero hero films but um mm -hmm. yeah this is I, I just wanted to create something that's unique and um memorable and you know an experience that you, you can go on uh where from where do you hail where were you reared steven uh i was reared in uh england um for a while but then i moved to new york about 16 years ago mm -hmm. i'm in hollywood today uh, it's been in the cinema all week. It's actually got, I've got two more days of cinema playing at the Arena Cine Lounge uh, mm -hmm. on Sunset. Where if anyone wants to come? Mm -hmm. Where in England were you? Uh, I grew up in Suffolk, which is a tiny, you know, mm -hmm. country rural village in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, people moved to pe London. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> people have heard it. Where did you Where did you live in London? May I ask? Uh, it, near Russell Square. Sure. Um, right in the middle, so I could walk everywhere. Yeah, brilliant. So it's fun to work in Soho, so that was, that was fun, fun time. Mm -hmm. So uh, the casting of this, I, I would think it, this needs to be paramount to, to find the right one. So the protagonist, yeah. William Edgar, you go with uh, Jimmy LeVar. Why was he the guy? Um, I was looking for someone who had a unique look. And someone you you know you want to look at because the film is almost like a one a one person video game that you're following this character around. So it could be someone compelling to look at for an hour and fifteen minutes, <laughs> and you're you're watching this this person. Um, it was he was a friend of a friend. So I, I was kind of asking around if people knew. I kind of described the character I was looking for, uh, and my friend said, "Oh, it sounds like my friend Jimmy." So. I looked at his Instagram, and he had a really interesting scar going across his face, which mm. I thought was really cool and kind of unique looking. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of a iconic 
looking character. Mm -hmm. um, no, there's no doubt he has a definitely movie star look. And then Christina Chu as Ophelia. Um, that must have, I mean, if, if, you, if you have a girl of your dreams, she has to have a certain aesthetic. So what was it about Christina's aura? Yeah, she she really does have this presence, and she is, I think, a unique-looking person. Um, she's, I think when I was writing the script, I knew her a couple of years before. We kind of stayed in touch, but yeah, as I was writing the script, I thought, she'd be really good for this. I wonder if she'd be up for, for doing it. She's a, she was studying architecture at the time, so she's not um, really pursuing acting. So, but she she was she was up for it, so that was, that worked out pretty well. A couple more questions for writer director Stephen Rutherford. Finding Ophelia on demand today. How much of the character of Ophelia is you know ethereal and and only when he's dreaming? And are these mirages? How does she sort of uh, make herself present? Well, I think it's like any dream. When you first see a dream, it becomes very uh, soft and without form, you know, and you get kind of this feeling about uh, what's in front of you. So gradually, as the film moves on, it becomes clearer and clearer. But at the beginning of the film, she's sending him signs and symbols, almost like a trail of breadcrumbs and clues. So it's kind of a, it's a supernatural mystery, really. You're just trying to find different clues to find the to find the girl and this is a new york film did you uh how about uh you know site locations is this sort of a a gritty you know crown heights bushwick brooklyn look or is it kind of more manhattan-y how did you do it uh, it's kind of a, a mix of the two um a lot of it's shot in brooklyn um, um a lot in chinatown so yeah it's a bit mm -hmm. grittier and edgier it's at night but it has kind of a magical feel to it because i played with the colors a lot and um, gave it it's sort of a documentary feel but with a very cinematic you know otherworldly feel to the whole film now some people might hear this and think wow this sounds like a great love story there are horror and mis mystery elements to this yeah absolutely yeah there's some, uh, a few gory bits but in a way it's kind of a darkly comedic as well if you can take a bit of pinch of salt comedy in there too but um yeah i guess it's a psychological mystery it's, it's kind of hard to define but it's, it's very it's different to anything that's out there so if you're bored of um regular movies this is kind of the film for you maybe you'll want to watch it lots of times there's a lot of kind of layers and easter eggs and stuff that i put in the background mm. um that you can rewatch kind of thing lots of layers when you write and direct a film, um, it's, uh, I mean, on the one hand, here you have all the power, but on the other hand, it's all on you if you mess it up. So how do you sort of draw the, draw the line between overthinking everything? Um, good question. Uh, I think because I did it over the period of a year, I have time to think objectively so when you're writing something you can you have time to sort of go back and look at it like a you know objectively like another person um and i just did it step by step and carefully thought out each uh thing as i went along and there were things that you i would go back to and that weren't working i would take out or i guess i was yeah 
so, pretty much that kind of system. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one last question for you. When you're doing a film, uh, you know, you're trying to, especially an indie film, uh, it's hard to uh, get it uh, distributed and get somebody to get behind it. So what was that like when uh, Indie Rights uh, took you on and, uh, you know, pe- you knew people were going to actually see it? Yeah, that was very exciting. Because it's probably one of the toughest things to do. But um, I don't know if there are less films around this year in production because of COVID. Or um, I, I was kind of I did quite a lot of research into the kind of distributors I was looking for, and in, in, uh, Indie Rights in like a very nimble, tech savvy uh, company, and they're they have a, they're filmmakers themselves, so they kind of understand um, that side of the business too. So that that was kind of reassuring. Um, I had a few approaches because I, I, the first thing I did was make the trailer and put that up online. So I had a few bites on that, and then um, but I was really interested in going with Indie Right, so I contacted them. It worked out well, so it very did, exciting. It did work out well, and it is available today. It's called Finding Ophelia, written, directed, and edited by our guest Stephen Rutterford, and you can get it on 2B Google Play, uh, Amazon as well from uh, Indie Rights. Once again, Finding. Ophelia. Stephen, congratulations on the film and uh, thanks for stopping by. Great. Thank you very much. No doubt about it. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. Um, I'm going to get into the uh, NBA lottery. Uh, Obviously, the mock drafts have already uh, come out. (laughs) But uh, it's it's always interesting when they show the protagonists behind uh, each team, and of course, it, normally they would be in the room, but this time, uh, of course, on Zoom. And uh, Rick Welts, the president of the Warriors, who's going to be retiring, he was uh, representing Golden State. That's my team, been my team uh, since they've been in the Bay Area. I didn't jump on in 2015, but anyway. Uh, <clears throat> more misery than than uh, joy, I'll tell you that easily. But uh, so the Warriors now at seven and fourteen, and already the rumors start that the Warriors are going to package seven and maybe another player to get somebody to help uh, Steph and Clay and uh, I guess Draymond uh, take the next step. Um, I'm already looking at a lot of you know a, a guy that I was talking about even before. Um, and a Davion Mitchell uh, out of uh, Baylor is a kid that uh, I think is going to be a uh, a good player. I don't think he's going to be a star. I don't think he's going to be Donovan Mitchell. But you never know. What if he is Donovan Mitchell? You know, I think that he has that potential. There are some guys you can see the ceiling to. You know, it's like um, uh, like when you're young and you like meet a girl. If you're a guy, if you're a straight man. And you think, uh, oh, there's potential here. And it's like, nah, I, I see one date. I see friend. It's the same way a guy, a girl, or whatever you're attracted to. You know, you can kind of see the potential. This is the potential that lasts forever. There are some players, you look at them and you go, this guy is someone who's going to come in and give us six fouls and, uh, you know, let the starter rest. But this is a guy who we can bring him off the bench for a little offense, but he can't play defense. Um, a guy like Mitchell, to me, I don't see any stop signs with him. And as I said, I don't, 
if everyone thought he was going to be a complete star, he wouldn't last till seven. But still, if you're a top seven pick in the NBA draft, you don't have a lot of uh, stop signs when it comes to that sort of thing. All right, I'm going to get into that and uh, break it down. But uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come on back on Byline. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Ah, oh, girl, shut your ass. No, I'm just playing. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Get on in and get heard. All right, you know, a lot of times certain athletes are blessed in ways that uh, you and I are not. What do you mean, Rick? Well, I mean, you can get drafted in two sports. You basically dominate your high school years and the NFL, MLB, whoever, they're like, uh, we want them. And it's like, no, we want them. It's like, come on, man. And so it's hard to figure it out. And I used to do shows here with Josh Booty, who was a uh, first-round pick of the Miami Marlins, and he signed out of uh, high school. And uh, then he uh, finally found out that uh, maybe he should play a little – football and he went back i'll get to that story later i have one minute for charlie in manhattan go ahead charlie rick welcome back from vacation i i just will be real quick want a lot to talk about but i want to start if i have the time montreal canadians up three games to two shocking the hockey world um what's your take do you think they can close it out in montreal tomorrow night i certainly hope so uh, I really do, and um, I'm not from Boston, so I don't despise the uh, the Habs, and I know that they're the wine sippers, and they think that you know they're the Yankee fans of hockey and everything, but uh, it's been a long time since the Patrick Waugh days, so I hope they're able to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great combination of sort of veteran presence and the young guys and, of course, Carey Price, but yeah, Nothing in the world would make me happier than to see a Canadian Islander Stanley Cup final. I do not want to see one city where it's 115 degrees play another city where it's like 110 degrees uh, for, the, <laughs> for the Cup final. Um, but uh, listen, I, I, I'm shocked. I thought the series was going to be a five-game series at most, and the fact that they were able to uh, pull it out uh, really so far, up three to two. All right, I got to uh, run. Good to okay. hear your voice, man, right, but Rick, I got to run. Ahead, All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Radio News with Lance Pry. The vote of For the People Act split along party lines 50-50, short of the 60 needed Tuesday to begin debate. Republican Senator Mitch McConnell. By now, the rot inner workings of this power grab have been thoroughly exposed to the light. We know that it would shatter a decades-old understanding that campaign finance law should have a bipartisan referee and turn the Federal Election Commission into a partisan majority cudgel for Democrats to wield against their political opponents. Democrat Senator Chuck Schumer said the vote was the starting gun, not the finish line. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will decide this week whether to create a special committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Reuters, citing sources familiar with the decision, earlier on Tuesday reported that Pelosi will create the committee. China has called the United States the region's greatest creator of risks after the destroyer USS Curtis Wilbur on Tuesday conducted a routine transit through the Taiwan Strait. USA Radio News.
If you're tired of the old cable news, you now have a choice. It's Newsmax TV. More than 40 million Americans are tuning in, making Newsmax the fastest-growing cable news channel in America. Every minute, every day, Newsmax gives you the real news you can trust. With top analysts, hosts, and guests like Ben Carson, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Dick Morris, Nancy Brinker, Mike Reagan, Rudy Giuliani, and so many more. It's easy to watch. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems or get Newsmax free on streaming platforms like Roku, Zumo, Pluto, YouTube, and most smart TVs like Samsung Plus and LG. Remember, Newsmax is different than most cable news networks. You can get it for free on your smartphone, so download the Newsmax app and start watching right now. Join the Newsmax revolution and get us everywhere, online at Newsmax.com, on your cable channel, your smart TV, and your smartphone. Because when news breaks, you need a trusted source. It's Newsmax. As Arizona is wrapping up this week, the audit of the 2020 presidential election in Maricopa County, Michigan's Sheboygan County voted Tuesday to authorize a hand recount of the 2020 election. Sheboygan County Board of Commissioners voted 4-3 to three to authorize a letter to Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson requesting the recount. Last month, Georgia was set to do an audit. More than 145,000 Fulton County absentee ballots will be reviewed as part of the audit in the 2020 presidential election. Fresh from the summer solstice, this month's full moon rises Thursday in the afternoon. Known as the Strawberry Moon, the Strawberry Supermoon will reach peak illumination at 2.40 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday. And visibility will be optimal in the southeastern skies. It'll be happening just after sunset. As it peaks above the horizon, the Supermoon will appear larger than usual and contain a golden hue. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Now that China has stopped all efforts to find the origins of COVID-19, how are we to find out what really happened so we can prevent the global pandemic again? Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan suggested the best way to get China to cooperate with an investigation into the origins of the coronavirus is to isolate them from the rest of the world. Virginia Republican Congressman Rob Whitman tells Fox News the time for soft talk on China is over and there needs to be action immediately. We need to demand action by China and there needs to be results if they don't act and the results should be sanctions against Chinese health officials, against those who have gone after scientists, those that have persecuted scientists and citizen journalists that have tried to to lay open exactly what happened at the Wuhan lab. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. The Olympic Committee is limiting attendance. Dan Naraki reports. When the Olympic Games begin next month, there will be some fans in the stands. Organizers announced Monday that a limited number of local fans will be allowed into venues with a maximum capacity of 10,000, while foreign supporters have already been banned from the Games. Officials did leave the option to bar fans again open if COVID cases rise. Japan is still dealing with a large number of infections and low numbers of vaccinations as critics have called for the Games to be canceled. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Thanks for listening. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and welcome back to Hour 2 of Tittleating Sports. I'm your humble host, Rick Tittle. Coming to you from downtown San Francisco, California. We're going to talk Supreme Court. We're going to talk Roe v. Wade, kind of. We're going to talk chess. I know I mentioned it in the open. I've had uh, Arena Crush on the show a couple times in the past. Arena Crush, there's something about intelligence that's so attractive and she's just uh, I don't know I'm a big fan of Arena Shake Crush Arena Shake's the model big fan of her too I had her on as well she used to go out with Cristiano Ronaldo College Football Hall of Fame we will revisit as well with another member and then part of the De, De Laurentiis uh, dynasty if you want when I was a kid growing up anything that was uh, you know a little Harryhausen, Claymation, a little horror, a little bit edgier seat stuff was always Dino De Laurentiis. Am I right? I'm right. 1-800-878-PLAY to participate. 1-800-878-7529. You know, I was out of California on the 15th of this month when uh, the governor there, old Gav from down the street, said, uh, we're open. You don't need to wear your mask anymore. And uh, I'm vaccinated because... This is a free country. Don't tell me to wear a mask. No, I'm vaccinated because I'm not stupid. How dare you call me stupid? You just lost a fan. But I came back, and it's so willy-nilly. This place, you need a mask. That place, you don't need a mask. This means you need a mask if you're not vaccinated. Uh, A mask in the elevator, but then when you get off the elevator, you don't need the mask anymore. A mask in the bathroom, but not in the bathroom. Ugh. And it's like, oh, you know, the president missed out on 70% vax by 4th of July, it looks like. It's not, regardless of politics, it's not really his fault. If, he, if, if you say, here's the vax, and people are like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's not really his fault. If it wasn't available for everyone, then yeah, he choked. But all right, let's talk some sports and movies and all the other great program we have here on Sports Bible. <laughs> 
Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here. To use Viagra if we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800 399 3691. 800 399 3691. That's 800 399 3691. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, y'all. That's what I had had said. Are we only an hour or two? That first hour, that was a long one, man. Why? Because your guests suck? No, it's because they were so interesting. That's why. Sia, 1-800-878. I should probably finish the uh, thought I had about uh, prefacing being a good two-sport athlete. I was getting to that, 
because I wanted to talk about Dylan Cozens. Dylan Cozens is hanging up his baseball spikes, and he announced on Twitter that he's going to try and play football. He tweeted, I've decided it's time to chase my dream of playing in the at NFL. I want to thank the Phillies, Rays, and Brewers organizations for giving me the opportunity to play professional baseball, but more importantly, the people, experiences, and memories I'll keep forever. Cozens, by the way, when he quit today or yesterday, was playing for the AAA team for the uh, Brewers. That's my old Nashville Sounds. And he was hitting 177 and two home runs and seven ribbies. He was with the Phillies organization for eight years. At one point, he was one of their top prospects. In 2016, it's five years ago, but at AA Reading, 40 home runs, 125 runs. Or I should say, that was written incorrectly, 20, 125 RBI, 40 and 125 at double-A, six foot six, 245 pounds, big star at Chaparral High School. If you know where that is, that's in Scottsdale, Arizona. He had a full ride to play football uh, at Arizona, but turned him down when he was a second-round pick of the Phillies nine years ago and uh, did get called up to the Phils three years ago, got a cup of coffee and 38 at bats, hit 154 with one home run and two RBI. Uh, and then in 2019, he got one in one game with Philadelphia, went 0 for 1. They finally jettisoned him. He went to the Rays minor league system. And then in uh, 2020, of course, that was a lost year, but the Brewers picked him up. So um, at this point, you know, being in your late 20s, it's going to be hard for him. But I bet you um, he realized two things. Number one, it wasn't going to happen for him at the major league level. You know, at his age to go to AAA and not do anything in your late 20s, you basically know you're going to get cut at some point. And then you wonder... I remember my friend who was in actually the Brewers organization, he was a draft pick of the Brewers, and he was going to go into his um, fourth year at A-ball, which he said that never happens. If you haven't been promoted after three years at the A-ball level, they basically give up on you. And he was only going to get a fourth year as a favor because they liked him. And he thought, why why would I throw away a year as you know, I'm wasting their time, I'm wasting my time. So he went and got a real job. As I always say, it's nearly miraculous to make it. It really is nearly miraculous to make it to the big leagues, and yet we have so many guys who stink <laughs> at the big league level in perspective, in comparison, in contrast with other big leaguers. So he's now going to, uh, I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to try and get a uh, tryout with uh, somebody somewhere, somehow. And I mentioned Josh Booty. He went to the Marlins. Uh, he said that Jimmy Leland, who was the skipper, called him the best defensive third baseman he ever saw, a guy who has seen Brooks Robinson. But that's okay. Um, he did get a couple of uh, games, but uh, as with most position players, it's the bat that holds them back. 
because if you can hit, they'll find a position for you. If you have a skillet but can rake, it's called uh, right field, it's called left field, it's called first base, and it's called DH. And then in the last case scenario, it's called pinch hitter. There's no way they're getting rid of you if you can hit. In the history of baseball, (laughs) unless you were some sort of megalomaniac, pedophilia, Nazi, uh, you know, occult member, if you could hit 350, they're not going to cut you, even if you don't even know how to put on a glove. So um, Josh realized that. Um, his dad was his coach for a big high school in Louisiana. Same thing that his brother, Josh Booty, who ended up going to USC, getting drafted by the Vikings, I believe. Um, and, uh, so Josh went to LSU, uh, lit it up, uh, and, uh, was an older college player cause he was, I think he was in his mid twenties and then, um, was a backup quarterback for the Seahawks and the Browns. Never got in an NFL game. And so you think about the other guys, the Drew Henson. Remember Drew Henson, fantastic baseball player that wanted to be a quarterback for the Cowboys. You think about Chad Hutchinson, a great Stanford pitcher who wanted to be a quarterback, I believe for the Cardinals, if I remember right, and also the Cowboys. Jerry Jones, like those two sport athletes. And, you know, sometimes baseball is always the right choice. Dave Winfield proved that when he got drafted in all three big sports out of Minnesota. What a stallion you have to be. I remember I asked him one time, I asked him at the All-Star game when it was here at uh, AT&T Park in 07, I want to say it was the All-Star game. And uh, was it 07? Yeah. And um, he said he picked baseball not because it has the most money and the longest career, basically dominating over the other two sports and the two most important categories. Uh, But also he said, they'll let you hit the ball as hard as you want. And I thought, oh yeah, you're right. You can hit the ball as hard as you want. He just thought that was cool. It's like, you know, take it easy. Don't hit it over there. You might hurt someone because you can hit the ball as hard as you want. There's some joie de vivre right there with baseball when you think about it. But, you know, obviously Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, some of these other guys... But you wonder why Kyler Murray picked football after he was a first-round pick of the A's because he was the number one overall pick. There's something about football that is uh, just grips you a little bit more. Not everyone. Jeff Samarja would have been a high NFL draft pick. He got Brady Quinn to be a first-round pick. I mean, the guy is one of the biggest He'd be one of the biggest receivers in the NFL. You know, he's six foot six. He's built like a linebacker. He would have been a mini Megatron had he played in the NFL, but he picked baseball. And a lot of us didn't even know he even pitched for Notre Dame. And he made the right choice. He ended up being an all star and signing $66 million contract extensions. He definitely made the right choice. But if you play both sports, it's the glory of football. That's hard to deny for, I'd say, 90% of those athletes or more. When you think about NFL films and the slow motion spiral, tight shot with the raindrops hitting it, it's just something about that gladiator sport where you're 
beating up on each other and you know you can get hurt really bad or worse <laughs> and you know you can hurt people too. There's just something about that that makes your blood boil a little bit more than baseball. Baseball is a little more chill, even though baseball is the right choice. So for Dylan Cozens, he made the right choice, but he's going to try and do a Josh Booty. He's going to try and go back. But he probably saw Tim Tebow, and he's like, hell, man, Tim Tebow's older than I am, and uh, I'm about to get cut here. Let me give it a shot. Let's see if anybody gives him a shot. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Bottom. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 
That's 800-493-6118. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? always goes commando. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We know a lot has gone on from uh, things like uh, the professionalism of our amateur athletes in college and name image likeness and other things over the last few years. And uh, a few months ago on the show, we were joined by a seasoned litigator at Baker Hosteller in New York City. And uh, that's Elizabeth McCurrach. I like to say it the Scottish way. And she's back with us. Elizabeth, uh, thanks for joining us today. And, of course, on Monday, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously that strict NCAA limits on compensating college athletes violate U.S. antitrust law. This could have huge ramifications. What do you think some of those will be? Well, nice to be back. Thanks so much for having me back. Uh, Again, it's really hard to to overstate just how massive this decision is, even though the decision itself is narrow. Um, And so, again, I I wouldn't expect most people on here to have sifted through the whole 45-page Justice Gorsuch decision. But the issue that was really before them was just whether you could get education-related benefits, whether those needed to be capped. And so colleges now, you really have the option to, you know, put more money towards sort of postgraduate scholarships, anything they can tie towards education, you know. So, you know, they can put into effect, and this was in the decision, like a a no Lamborghini rule or something, you know, if they want to really keep within those bounds. But what was interesting was there was a concurrence at the end from Justice Kavanaugh that basically said, this is a narrow decision, but if somebody were to bring a lot bigger issue before us about basically is the whole system an antitrust violation, we think it is. Or really, he thinks it is, and it was a pretty blistering opinion. So, as I said, right now, it's narrow, but the ramifications are huge in terms of, again, this cap on education-related benefits, but it really takes the teeth out of the NCAA trying to to sort of defend against any of this name image likeness, all of those bills that are coming up now. I I think what we're seeing is sort of the first step to this box really being opened of athletes getting to monetize not only their performance, but but also their name image likeness. I was going to say Justice Kavanaugh probably wanted to make sure there was free beer for the athletes in college, but I won't say that. Um, Let's talk. (laughs) That too. That too. He likes beer. (laughs) That was an easy one. All right. Um, What I think is amazing, in today's world, we're so fractious, we're so divided. To get a unanimous decision from the Supreme Court on anything is, I think, pretty remarkable. 
that's and I think that that was a very clear message to the the NCAA, just that the, the system needs to change. There's no other way to read this decision uh, for the fact that nobody found their arguments compelling. They always like to point to language in this earlier decision from 1984, where the Supreme Court talked about the value of amateurism. But, you know, they also, in this decision, made the point that what the system was in 1984 is and what the system is now. And the March Madness contract was for $16 million, and now it's well over a billion. And so I thought they made some very insightful points about the fact that this system and market has changed, and it's not their job to really get so involved with it. But clearly, the NCAA is, is not above the law and needs to change. Well, I think about some of the things that I saw on offer, and and one of them, correct me if I'm wrong, is a cash reward, whereas an athlete, if they do well in school, can get like six grand, which I'm sure every nerd who gets good grades wish that they had an opportunity to that. What's that all about? Well, so in terms of, as I said, these used to be capped, and uh, that was one of the arguments that the NCAA put forth that just so many of the caps and things that they're doing are that's how, how the NCAA needs to, to you know, keep it, it pro competitive. And um, right now, I think for the moment, the cap is still in place, but it can't be that was put in place by the lower court by Judge Wilkin, this sort of six thousand dollar cap. But I think that that's going to change as well. So because since it has to be related to education, you know, you can do all sorts of things around it. Um, and I see there were a lot of things going towards whether this could be removed and put more towards not, as I said, scholarship is a strange way to put it. Cause it would really be sort of post-graduation grants that would be, you know, a football player wants to go to, to law school afterwards. So sort of like setting up a five to nine plan in, in other words, but for, but for these student athletes, as I said, so it, it, there is a cap and it, there is this, you know, it has to be related to education. Um, but that I think is, I think that there's a question of how to make sure that this isn't fully pay for play, you know, um, which some of those were where like you make a bowl and you get an extra sort of like little bump. And so I think all of those things are going to, to alter eventually too. I, I think this is, as I said, it's just a first step towards that alteration. Couple more questions for Elizabeth McCurrow from Baker Hostetler. The help me understand this because I know Justice Gorsuch talked about how the NCAA is entitled to some leeway, but they don't get de facto immunity from the Sherman Act. The Sherman Act is supposed to be barring anti-competitive conduct, but you've got education, you've got sports, and you've got these huge TV contracts. So how do all those mesh together? Right. And so their uh, argument, and, you know, the NCAA's argument is that this is important to their concern, to you and me. It is important to you and me that these athletes not be paid. And so that's part of what they put forth as the, you know, the Sherman Act balances, what's, what's pro-competition, what's anti-competition, because, you know, it's, it's called, you know, for better words, it's a monopoly in antitrust law. They technically have a monopsony, but it's a monopoly on the market. And so they need to show a, you know, a compelling justification for this monopoly as to, to why it is actually somehow pro-competitive. And that was their argument, just that, you know, so much of their product is sort of this 
intrinsic value of amateurism. And again, the they just didn't find that argument compelling that you or I really need these players to be unpaid. I think they the decision sort of made the point they understand not paying them professional salaries, but the idea that they're wholly uncompensated whatsoever and that you couldn't sort of push the envelope, again, even really as related to these education benefits, that's just, there, there's no antitrust reason for why they should have protection for that. That's just, as I said, no one found that compelling, <laughs> not a single person. They all said, this doesn't make sense. The idea that the consumer is, you know, just hell bent on these children not being compensated. Last question for you. I know that the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, has talked about uh, how there could be so much chaos state by state, and but uh, saying that they're committed to the NIL benefits, they've sort of raised the white flag on that issue. But what happens now at the NCAA? Is the Supreme Court saying, hey, uh, this is our ruling, and now go figure it out? Or is there going to be federal like uh, overs- oversight on all this? I don't see there being federal oversight. I think more what you just suggested. I think the, the, the Kavanaugh concurrence was really a warning to the NCAA that they need to figure this out sooner rather than later. And, you know, the NCAA is always, a lot of people like to do it. They're always subject to litigation. So it was somewhat of a warning shot that if this comes up again, you're probably going to lose again. So you need to figure this out pretty much now. And the time is now. And I think you know, this decision was well, how this decision went and came out is likely a worst case scenario for them. And also with the timing, with a bunch of the NIL laws taking effect starting next week, you know, it's really, it's really not the time for them to pick a fight with those states. So uh, again, this, this is a decision that's going to have just huge ramifications for, for college sports as we know it. And there she is, uh, Elizabeth G. McCurra. She is with Baker Hostetler in the uh, the New York office and, uh, of course, uh, very much a law firm in the sports and entertainment uh, industry. Elizabeth, thanks for coming in and giving us some uh, insight on this. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, as I said, uh, obviously I didn't go to law school, so I don't understand a lot of this uh, as it goes down. And, you know, a lot of times when things go to the Supreme Court, you think, what a frivolous waste of time and money uh, for uh, all these things. But, I mean, look, this has been something that's been going on time immemorial about what the compensation is going to be for amateur athletes. I mean, you think about uh, even going back to the Olympics that, you know, the Soviet Union would say, oh, these are all amateurs when we knew that they weren't. Uh, you think about Jim Thorpe, who had to give back his Olympic medals because they found out he played for the Canton Bulldogs or whatever. Oh, you're a pro athlete. And then he got it back after he died, which was lame. There's always a big line between what is amateur and what is professional. And the name image likeness thing, the Ed O'Bannon case many years ago, and Ed's been on the show, we talked about it. That was actually in the Alameda Courthouse in Oakland, right by Lake Merritt then. Um, that's, as I said, Mark Emmert has conceded on that. They're not going to get that one back. So we'll see what happens. Uh, anyway, our thanks to Elizabeth. We'll take a quick break and we'll come on back on Sports Byline.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Uh, that hurts my feelings. Uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to uh, welcome to the show the chief curator at the World Chess Hall of Fame. And uh, that is Shannon Bailey. And she uh, joins us today. 
to talk about two all-new exhibitions, one called Pawns and Passports, Chess Sets from Around the Globe, and another called Check, Please, Get It, Chess Dining and Decor. Shannon, welcome to the show. I am a chess fan. I'm in my 50s, so I was I had it growing up. And um, I would imagine with the Queen's Gammon on Netflix and with the pandemic and people shut in, uh, chess got a little uh, boost in the last year, didn't it? Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it is remarkable to see. Um, I've been doing you know, this is chess work at the World Chess Hall of Fame and the St. Louis Chess Campus for over 10 years now. So we're always so excited to see any new people pick up the game. Um, but yeah, what a weird year it has been. And what a great year for chess it has been. Um, like you said, we, um, we, we have two new shows open. We only remained closed um, in St. Louis for uh, just a few weeks when it was, you know, city mandated. Uh, but we opened up really safely with a great show about Keith Haring, if you're an art fan. Um, and, uh, yeah, we watched people playing chess online like crazy, and then we all watched, like, everybody watched The Queen's Gambit, and that was awesome. Sure. You also have your exhibition that you continue called Masterminds uh, Chess Prodigies. I'm always fascinated with the, you know, the Fishers and the Kasparovs and, and people who are eight years old and they're already beating seasoned vets. What is it about their Rubik's Cube brain that they can see <laughs> 10 moves ahead of the rest of us? It's amazing. So I think it's kind of like, okay, first off, I never want to discourage anyone from picking up the game, whether you're eight or 38. Um, but I think it's like that spongy brain that kids have with picking up languages and things like chess. Um, my daughter is nine and she takes the free lessons that are offered to the St. Louis chess club and public schools here in St. Louis. And just watching her pick it up is pretty remarkable. Um, but this show is really great because we get to see so many kids. Like I said, we, we give free lessons and then we see these kids coming in with the junior tournaments. Um, and then we've watched them grow up too. And some of them, I think, just have their brain as hardwired to think that far ahead. Um, and it's great to see some of them figure it out um, as well. Um, but, yeah, Bobby Fisher, we're actually working on a big show about him because the 50th anniversary of him winning the World Chess Championship is coming up next year. Mm, very interesting. Uh, I've had uh, Arena Crush on my show a couple of times. Oh, she's great. She's, yeah, she's the only female uh, American grandmaster who's active right now. And I always wonder, what, what does it take to get the title of grandmaster? I know she's been national champ over and over, but wh how, what is a grandmaster? So to get a grandmaster title, well, there's a lot of different titles. You have to play in tournaments against higher-ranked people, and you pick up these things. They're called norms. And once you get a certain amount of norms, you pick up a new title. Um, what's great about some of these women who are getting a grandmaster title is there's also a separate women grandmaster title. Um, so we're always cheering on the women who get the full grandmaster title because that has been rarer. Um, but Irina's fantastic. She's so impressive to watch. I've been watching her play in the U.S. championships for the last 10 years. And not only is she um, an incredible chess player, she's just a great person, too. I always thought it was interesting, too, that, um, you know, even when the Iron Curtain was up, that Garry Kasparov was a international star, and he would come on Letterman, and he had such a dry sense of humor, and he was just <laughs> ex extremely 
likable and even the soviets yeah. even the soviets knew it's like look we got to get this guy out in the world to show how smart we uh we russians are but uh that guy yeah. <laughs> that guy it's funny he even when he was like 25 it seemed like he was 50 because he was just so <laughs> he was so mature but uh well in your mind who is the, the the greatest player that that you've ever seen that i've watched personally well play, just or? just of our time um, well, I have the great pleasure of uh, getting to see Magnus Carlson play. Mm-hmm. Um, he's come to St. Louis several times um, and played in the Sinkfield Cup, which is, for those of you who aren't aware, um, the most prestigious international tournament that we have here in St. Louis. And it's part of what's called the Grand Chess Tour that goes around the world in different locations. Um, so when you are seeing uh, the, you know, the world champion, the current world champion playing, and he's so young, too and it's also very charismatic that's always impressive but we've got you know all these incredible um u.s players who a lot of them have moved to st louis um since we've opened which is great um you know hikaru nakamura and fabiana caruana you know it's just been awesome getting to see them play live a couple more questions for shannon bailey sure. curator of the world chess hall of fame i remember with carlson who uh, was on the show a long time ago, but when he was 13 in Norway, they went, they they set up this thing. This is probably something they do a lot, but I remember they set up this in his hometown. I think it was like in Molda or something. It was all these uh, folding tables of all of Norway's best players, and he was playing them all, and he would just walk around to like 20 different people and make a move. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he beat all yeah. twenty. He, he was like a, a little. He was like twelve <laughs> years old, and he just beat all of them. I mean, there's just what do you do to compete with that? You know, what's funny about a simul is everybody wants to play in them because I think you want to have the opportunity to say you played against some of these great players, but it never really works out too well <laughs> for the people that aren't the one person who's playing everybody. And then more impressive, some of them do it what's called blindfolded where they're not looking at the boards and they're playing multiple people. That's, 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 wow. that's something fun to see. So with these exhi- uh, exhibits, let's talk about uh, yeah. the first one, Pawns and Passports, chess sets from around the globe. I mean, we've seen chess over the years, you know, the Simpsons or the Minions, mm-hmm. whatever, to, mm-hmm. to get the kids interested. But uh, from o- what overseas, what, what are we seeing? Well, these two shows that we just opened up um, a couple weeks ago really definitely were impacted by what has been going on in the world, you know, with the pandemic. And we we really went into our own collections um, and pulled out some of our gems and then looked at things like, well, people weren't able to travel when we were planning this, so we'll bring the world to them. Um, we have over 100, uh, we have over 1,200 sets in our permanent collection, and this show has 59 sets and boards from 35 different countries, um, everywhere from you know Chile to Mozambique. Um, they represent six continents, and you can see just some of the most incredible, uh, well-crafted chess sets. So I have a big art background um, as well, and you look at these pieces, and they're all individual sculptures. They're just incredible. Um, there's some really impressive large-scale ivory sets. Uh, there's some really great paper mache sets. And then it's really great for kids, too, or if you really like animals, there's some, some of the cutest, you know, elephants and giraffes that are represented in the set. So you can learn a lot about the game and just, 
the variety. Like you were saying, we love those novelty chess sets. They're so fun. Um, but, you know, as I said at the beginning, we're always looking for ways to get people interested in the game. Sure. So do people sort of assume that you're a pretty crafty player yourself? Yes. <laughs> and are and are you? <laughs> um, I do play, um, and I do love the game, and I it's fun to get lessons over at the club. Um, but I am not a ranked player, and I've mm-hmm. never played in any tournaments. Um, but I, I do love the game. And how fun is it to say en passant? We should do. There's a lot of fun uh, sure. chess terms. <laughs> What what and for people who are like looking because as you said people are playing online and and I remember yeah. years ago the first computer chess game came out and you know I thought I was pretty good because I beat my brothers and all my friends and at the lowest setting I was getting crushed and so <laughs> what 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 would be some of the ones that you like? Well, everyone kind of plays on Chess dot com. Uh, Magnus has his own app that's really good for helping uh, train you to uh, play my daughter plays on that um, there's also some fun apps i know magus also did one where you got to play him at different ages of him it was all programmed to what his his ratings were mm-hmm. um so you could you know be cool and play him when he was eight um, and see if you could beat him then because not too many people are beating him now um i think a lot of people have switched over to watching chess on twitch uh, that really blew up during the pandemic. Um, and we do, you know, for a sports person, like if you're not into chess, we do amazing commentary where it is like watching ESPN with the, with the, when they're going through the moves and we've got a, you know, state of the art uh, production studio on campus where we're uh, live basically live streaming all of the, t- the big tournaments and we have a full commentating team doing that. So that's always really fun to be able to pick up some skills from that as well as playing on the app. Yeah, we're on Twitch right now. So you would have the, the announcer saying there's an empty space between the rook and the king. Oh, yeah. They're going to castle. <laughs> He's doing it. Yeah. He's doing it. That type of thing. I swear to God. I swear. Yeah, it's really fun. It gets people into the game, even, like I said, if you weren't used to it. And I think there's that common mis- you know, misconception of you're going to go watch you know, a very quiet, potentially um, kind of, Mm-hmm. I don't use the boring word. Maybe like maybe a boring game. They're not at all. They're so um, right. there's so much energy behind them, and especially with the commentating team. And then finally, check please. Chess yeah. dining and decor. How does that uh, fit into the feng shui of your house? <laughs> so we um, we in our collection too. We've got tons of great stuff. That's just in addition to the chess sets and great archives. Um, we have just like fun like glassware or Anheuser-Busch chess sets or Jim Crow chess sets. Or we've got this one that's uh, from National Lampoon Magazine 72. It's called Check Meat. It's raw meat versus cooked meat. Uh, <laughs> it was created by some Saturday Night Live writers in the 70s. Um, but we've created these interactive, um, immersive environments. So you are like in a diner and you're surrounded by, you know, Coca-Cola chess sets and chess ads. Um, you know, it's one of those things where we like to say that chess is fun and it's everywhere. And uh, we like to, you know, that show really represents that as well. And a lot of people have come in and said, like, oh, my God, my grandmother has, you know, that chess, you know, platter or, you know, that chess set or that glassware or something like that. So it's been really kind of fun um, to see the nostalgia 
that's coming out through that show as well. And just something, you know, light and easy after coming off the year that we came off of, just something fun to look at. Um, yeah. Shannon, you're pretty good on the radio, I got to say. Oh, thank you. That's Shannon Bailey, <laughs> and you can see why she is the curator at the World Chess Hall of Fame and check out all the new exhibitions. Thanks for coming on, and uh, let's catch up again down the road. Oh, that would be great. Thank you so much for having me and, and your interest in chess. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. Oh, there's some doubt in your voice. Welcome back. We have uh, another hour to go, and it's great to have you with us. Um, if you're a baseball fan, over the last few years, you have heard the name Wander Franco, or Wanda Franco. He is the number one prospect in all of baseball, and the Tampa Rays, who um, own his rights, Decided to finally call him up. They were in a uh, bit of a skid, to uh, say the least. And uh, seven-game losing streak, now 11-and-a-half behind Boston. That's amazing. When the Rays were the best team in baseball a couple of weeks ago, it feels like it. But uh, Wander Franco made baseball history. What did he do? His first plate appearance, he was 0-2 and then worked a walk. His second plate appearance, he flied out. To center field. His third plate appearance was a three run home run to tie the game at five. He then hit a double and then playing shortstop made a great play. The runner was breaking from second on a ground ball. He tagged him out and then in the same motion threw the guy out at first by an eyelash. So he is the youngest player in the history of baseball to debut with a home run, multiple runs, and another extra base hit. I remember when the A's called up Ben Grieve, his debut against the Giants. He had three doubles in that game. I'll never forget that. And we were like, oh, my gosh, Ben Grieve is a stallion. <laughs> but how about that? Since World War I, he's the youngest guy. So, I mean, you just think about all the years that he's waited to get up there. And he says he wears number five because of his idol, the fellow Dominican Albert Pujols. And that's why he wears five. A lot more to come from Wander Franco. Pretty cool. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The vote of For the People Act split along party lines 50-50, short of the 60 needed Tuesday to begin debate. Republican Senator Mitch McConnell. By now, the rotten inner workings of this power grab have been thoroughly exposed to the light. We know that it would shatter a decades-old understanding that campaign finance law should have a bipartisan referee and turn the Federal Election Commission into a partisan majority cudgel for Democrats to wield against their political opponents. Democrat Senator Chuck Schumer said the vote was the starting gun, not the finish line. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will decide this week whether to create a special committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Reuters, citing sources familiar with the decision, earlier on Tuesday reported that Pelosi will create the committee. China has called the United States the region's greatest creator of risks after the destroyer USS Curtis Wilbur on Tuesday conducted a routine transit through the Taiwan Strait. USA Radio News. If you're tired of the old cable news, you now have a choice. It's Newsmax TV. More than 40 million Americans are tuning in, making Newsmax the fastest-growing cable news channel in America. Every minute, every day, Newsmax gives you the real news you can trust. With top analysts, hosts, and guests like Ben Carson, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Dick Morris, Nancy Brinker, Mike Reagan, Rudy Giuliani, and so many more. It's easy to watch. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems or get Newsmax free on streaming platforms like Roku, Zumo, Pluto, YouTube, and most smart TVs like Samsung Plus and LG. Remember, Newsmax is different than most cable news networks. You can get it for free on your smartphone, so download the Newsmax app and start watching right now. Join the Newsmax revolution and get us everywhere, online at Newsmax.com, on your cable channel, your smart TV, and your smartphone. Because when news breaks, you need a trusted source. It's Newsmax. As Arizona is wrapping up this week, the audit of the 2020 presidential election in Maricopa County, Michigan's Sheboygan County voted Tuesday to authorize a hand recount of the 2020 election. Sheboygan County Board of Commissioners voted 4-3 to three to authorize a letter to Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson requesting the recount. Last month, Georgia was set to do an audit. More than 145,000 Fulton County absentee ballots will be reviewed as part of the audit in the 2020 presidential election. Fresh from the summer solstice, this month's full moon rises Thursday in the afternoon. Known as the Strawberry Moon, the Strawberry Supermoon will reach peak illumination at 2.40 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday. And visibility will be optimal in the southeastern skies. It'll be happening just after sunset. As it peaks above the horizon, the Supermoon will appear larger than usual and contain a golden hue. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Now that China has stopped all efforts to find the origins of COVID-19, how are we to find out what really happened so we can prevent the global pandemic again? Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan suggested the best way to get China to cooperate with an investigation into the origins of the coronavirus is to isolate them from the rest of the world. Virginia Republican Congressman Rob Whitman tells Fox News the time for soft talk on China is over and there needs to be action immediately. We need to demand 
action by China and there needs to be results if they don't act. And the results should be sanctions against Chinese health officials, against those who have gone after scientists, those that have persecuted scientists and citizen journalists that have tried to, to lay open exactly what happened at the Wuhan lab. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. The Olympic Committee is limiting attendance. Dan Naraki reports. When the Olympic Games begin next month, there will be some fans in the stands. Organizers announced Monday that a limited number of local fans will be allowed into venues with a maximum capacity of 10,000, while foreign supporters have already been banned from the Games. Officials did leave the option to bar fans again open if COVID cases rise. Japan is still dealing with a large number of infections and low numbers of vaccinations as critics have called for the Games to be canceled. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Thanks for listening. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, 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 thank you for that. And, um, you know, it's funny. I was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to spend so much time breaking down this NBA lottery. I was going to do it in the last segment of the show, big fat segment, but we've just had a comedian, v, uh, Vic D. Batetto. He's been on the show before. Check out at Rick Tittle on Twitter or Tittling Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook to see the picture I took with Vic a few years ago. He was the guy who said, uh, I'm going to get the bread and the milk. Still going strong, baby. And uh, he's going to be at Helium Philly. Uh, we also have uh, College Football Hall of Famer Clarkson Hines is going to join us and uh, Suzanne De Laurentiis. So if my guests show up, I'm not going to have time to get to law. Lo- I'll, I'll get to all of it tomorrow, though. How about that? We'll get it in. Some coffee, no big whoop. We'll get it in. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. No alibis. You're very, very ugly. By the way, Franco, I was talking about him when uh, he was at AAA. Um, a shortstop who's a switch hitter already had six triples at AAA. But his uh, strikeout percentage is 11.8%. And on average, he was seven years younger than everyone he was uh, playing. So, um, 
You know, so many times I was just talking about not a phenom, but the other, you know, I was just talking about a guy in the Phillies organization that destroyed at the minors and could never get it done. So uh, there's a reason why this guy was the most exciting minor leaguer. And the cool thing is, as baseball goes, what's going to happen? They're going to, uh, there'll be another guy. But uh, and if you're wondering, Franco, by the way, is 20 years old. It's funny, facial hair uh, and the scowl make him look like he's 35, but he's only 20 years old. Makes you, you know, he's one of these Juan Soto type of guys who, of course, raked at 19. All right, uh, big shout out to our brave men and women listening on the American Forces Radio Network. Wherever you are, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. Uh, we're at sportsbyline.com streaming along, too. So come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. 
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key, so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you around the world on American Forces and uh, Coast to Coast. And uh, we've been speaking to a uh, lot of gentlemen who will be taking part in the National Football Foundation voting for the College Football Hall of Fame. Just about every year, 75 players make the uh, national ballot. Now, here's the cool thing. Voting is open to any fan who wants to become an NFF member. You can email membership at footballfoundation.com or go to footballfoundation.org to learn more. And uh, we have a member of that Hall of Fame, Clarkston Hines, one of the best wide receivers in the history of the ACC, and uh, did his damage when he was at Duke. Clarkston, welcome to the show. I- I've always thought if I had a Hall of Fame vote for anything, that I would be, uh, I would be pretty harsh. I wouldn't just put anybody in there. And then there are some guys who think, ah, he's a good kid. Just let him go in. So, which which area of you on the pendulum swing are you lenient or are you tough? I, I try to be balanced, Rick. And by the way, thanks uh, for having me on the show. I've always wanted to be on uh, the show with the host that's the most handsome and the <laughs> smartest of all talk show hosts. So I didn't even you. go to Duke. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I try to be balanced. I, I look for achievement, obviously, and um, so I, I, I'm probably in the middle. What was it like when you were at Chapel Hill? Because, you know, we're about the same age, and you think about – because people now, they think of Duke. They just think of, of Coach K, and, of course, he's going to be retiring. But the the Duke football program and your rivalry with, with Carolina, and, and what was that like back in the day? Well, I mean it. Uh, uh, I mean, it's Duke and Carolina. Every any time you had an opportunity to play the Tar Heels, uh, it's less than ten miles away. You knew a lot of the same people, uh, and yeah, you just it was always a big deal, no matter what, no matter the standings. Um, but it was actually extra for me uh, with Chapel Hill being my hometown and a lot of family. Uh, and friends of the Tar Heels that would give me a hard time for choosing Duke. So I, I had something extra to prove. No doubt. So um, you, uh, when you get to the NFL, that's that year, Super Bowl twenty five uh, with the Bills. Uh, it must have been kind of a whirlwind for a, for a young kid. Yeah, if you're going to spend practically one year in the league like me, I uh, <laughs> was just, just there long enough to, for a sip of coffee, not even the entire cup, uh, then, you know, go to a team uh, like the Buffalo Bills in that 1990 season um, in which uh, you get to go all the way to Super Bowl 25. And uh, so it was, it was a fantastic season, and it was great being around a lot of those Hall of Fame players. So you go to camp and, you know, there's Jim Kelly handing off to, to Thurman Thomas and uh, throwing you a pass uh, here or there. What, what was that like being with all those guys that you were watching on TV and now you're with them? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of those guys were sort of, you know, unsung at the time. So 
Um, of course, uh, a teammate like James Lofton, who was a proven veteran and, and guys on the, uh, the you know, up, upswing pro bowlers like Bruce Smith and uh, Jim Kelly, you, you, you knew of. But it was sort of after that that they became legendary. Um, so I was just, uh, you know, one of the greatest artifacts that I have from that time is I have a uh, team picture in which I had the signature of all the Pro Bowl players, uh, you you know, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reed, et cetera. So that's one of the great things that I have in my possession. What was one thing that Marv Levy told you that still sticks with you today? Anything? Well, Coach Levy was, he was kind of like a professor, you know, more than a football coach. Uh, very smart guy. Uh, he, um, I mean, he ran he ran the show, but was pretty unassuming. He, he gave a lot of responsibility to his uh, coordinators. Um, but he was a witty guy, always, uh, you know, had something smart uh, to say. Um, and um, I just remember him being a, a gentleman um, at, at all times. So it was just fantastic being able to play for a professional like Coach Levy. Very cool. A couple more questions for uh, Clarkson Hines. Getting into the Duke Hall of Fame, getting into the College Football Hall of Fame. You know, as you mentioned, you didn't, uh, you know, become an NFL star. But the fact that you have been recognized for just what an outstanding, dominant player you were in college. I mean, how how surreal was that? Well, it it's pretty cool um, in a variety of ways. Uh, first of all, you mentioned Coach K earlier, and he sort of raised the profile of our university to a high level. So in order to be in the same Hall of Fame as, as Coach K, um, it's, it's special. Um, and, and the other thing is, Rick, when, my goal in attending uh, Duke and choosing Duke, because a lot of people question that, you know, why are you going to Duke? It's not mm-hmm. a football power. But I, I wanted a great education, which I was able to obtain, and – I wanted to help Duke get to a level that it hadn't been in since the 60s, and we were able to accomplish that uh, with our 89 ACC championship team. So a lot of pride in representing my teammates, um, uh, and I consider it that, hey, I'm representing that guy, uh, those guys, those teammates. I'm representing Coach Spurrier um, in the Duke Hall of Fame. It's very cool, and I would imagine at some point with your basketball prowess, did anybody try to get you on the Blue Devil hardwood? Well, I, I tell you a secret, um, and I don't think I've ever mentioned this to Coach K, but it, it was my goal to try to walk on uh, to the ba- basketball team because you know, growing up in Chapel Hill, you know, basketball is is king, and mm-hmm. I played basketball in high school, um, so I was going to see if it was something that. I could do, um, but unfortunately, my my freshman year in preseason, I I tore my ACL, mm. and I was never quite the athlete that I was prior to that. So, basketball became uh, went in the back seat, and just staying healthy as much as possible was the predominant goal. And my right, those are the early days of the arthroscope, or did they still have to hack your whole knee off to change your? Uh, oh yeah, I got hacked. <laughs> you got that big scar. <laughs> got the long scar, and it, it seemed like within a mat in a two or three years, 
the whole technology changed, and uh, but I was sort of in the, still in the dark ages. Right, you have a friend with that. It looks like almost like baseball stitches all up and down his leg. Yeah, they even put a cast on my leg after surgery, which I think you would a, a surgeon would lose his or her license today <laughs> if they did that. Was your doctor named Malpractice? <laughs> no, he was. I mean, he was a good doctor. He just mm-hmm. just didn't know the new techniques. <laughs> And then last question for you, you know, we just had this NCAA regulation in the, in the Supreme Court uh, on Monday about maybe athletes getting paid. And of course, the name image likeness thing, that's going to uh, go to the fore as well. So uh, where do you sit with, with uh, you know, athletes making money, like maybe in the Olympics, they can make endorsements on the side or just flat out paying like signing bonuses to 17 year old seniors? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for, uh, you know, I'm going to use this phrase again, coming out of the dark ages, mm-hmm. okay? It, it's just it's no longer uh, we're able to successfully hide the fact that, you know, major college football, major college basketball, I mean, these are billion-dollar businesses. I mean, it, it used to be, you know, when, when, uh, when I played a long time ago, you know, coaches have made a good good living. Uh, they, they got maybe a, a sponsorship uh, from the car dealership, and they got, you know, new cars every few months and things of that nature. But uh, now we have assistant coaches that are making million dollars mm-hmm. a year. Um, and it's, it's we're no longer able to just say, hey, it's student-athletes, am, you know, amateurs, uh sports and things of that nature, it's time to come up with, with some decisions. We need to get the, everybody together on the same page and do what's right for these, uh, for these guys who are spending, by the way, way more time on their craft uh, off-season, uh, during the season, than, than we ever did back in the 80s. So it, it's time. I'm, I'm for smart people making smart decisions that are win-win. There he is, the All-American Clarkston Hines, a member of the National Football Foundation, and he's going to be voting on who will be the next inductees into that college football Hall of Fame, of which he is a proud member, and you can uh, do it yourself. You can be a member. Just email membership at footballfoundation.com or go to footballfoundation.org to learn more about it. Clarkston, uh, thanks for your time, man, and uh, let's talk again down the road. Anytime. Thank you so much. All right, down Tobacco Road. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to... I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. All right, what does that mean? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world, on the American Forces Radio Network. 
It's our pleasure to bring in uh, Hollywood veteran Suzanne De Laurentiis, and uh, she has produced many, many movies. Uh, she's also a uh, actress as well. But she's here to talk about something on Apple TV and a- Amazon Prime. It's called Suzanne's Saturday Night Scares. I'm already on board with this, uh, Suzanne. So tell us more about it. What's going on here? Hi there. Thanks for having me on the show. Tell us a little bit more about what the scares are. So basically, I was looking for something that I could do that I really enjoy, that I have a passion for, and that's somewhat less stressful and on the low-key side. So I've always been a huge fan of classic horror. So we show classic horror films, and then I have great guests on the show that either were in them or guests that have been in similar movies. And it's just a lot of fun and and so much a joy to do. Yeah, growing up here in the Bay Area in the 70s, we used to have this guy, Bob Wilkins, and it was called Creature Features, and it was late on a Saturday night. There's something about just sitting up and watching that horror movie. Uh, Is there a certain genre that speaks the most to you? Well, I mean, we've done quite a few things. We do everything from horror to drama to comedies to musicals. Uh, We do a little bit of everything, but horror has always been sort of a soft spot for me. I don't know if you remember the Dark Shadows show in the 60s, but I remember running home from grade school and racing to turn on the TV at 3 p.m. every day. (laughs) That was Barnabas Collins, right? Yes, Jonathan Freed, yes. And I actually have Laura Parker, who played Angelique, on one of my shows um, talking about a movie called The Messiah of Evil. Well, The Messiah of Evil, people are calling you the Queen of Darkness. Do you like that moniker? I, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? I think everybody equates anything to sort of the kind of the Elvira brand. So, um, <laughs> you know, I like to be a little more on the purple side <laughs> as opposed to the dark side. But, you know, it's okay. I'll take it. Now, how did you um, sort of uh, tread the waters in between uh, your acting career and then uh, producing and and doing some of it simultaneously? Well, I started out acting. I was an opera singer and worked on and off Broadway in the 70s and worked mostly in front of the camera into the early 80s. And then I went behind the camera producing, directing and writing. And that's pretty much where I stayed for all these years until doing this show this past year. Um, for people who don't know, Suzanne produced uh, Rocky Five, and um, you know we we know that Sylvester Stallone, uh, you know he writes those things as well as is starring in them, and that was the one where his real life uh, son Sage was in it. Uh, I mean, when when right, people... I actually I actually wasn't a producer on that. I was more production support. I helped with the locations and the casting, so I wasn't really a producer. I don't know why it's credited that way, but. I certainly did work on the film, and Stallone is just a delight to work with. Besides that one, what are some of the other films you worked on that kind of stick with you and you close your eyes and drift back into them now and then? I would probably have to say one of the ones that's really dear to my heart is Tenth and Wolf, the mafia drama that we did 15 years ago with the late Brad Renfro and Giovanni Ribisi and James Morrison and the late Dennis Hopper. What was it about that one? Was it uh, did you uh, was it the sort of um, the camaraderie between the the crew and the the, the uh, cast and things like that? Well, I think I grew up in, in Jersey and spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. Even though we shot the majority of the movie in Pittsburgh, so just sort of that whole you know the whole mafia kind of crime drama was very big in the seventies and eighties. 
back in Philadelphia and New York. So, you know, just doing the research and the history of who the players were and um, working with Bobby Moresco, who had just won the Oscar for Crash. And, you know, it was just a very rewarding project to work on. And that was something that came from uh, Pistone, right? The real Donnie Brasco? Yes, Joe Pistone. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, by the way, we are speaking with the Queen of Darkness, Suzanne De Laurentiis. Um, what are some of the uh, the guests uh, that uh, we can see when we uh, tune in? What What are some of the shenanigans we got going on? <laughs> well, uh, Morgan Fairchild is my guest for the movie Sisters of Death, and wow. she's just truly amazing. And then we have Laura Parker from Dark Shadows. And then the other ones I don't want to give away yet because we kind of want to make that sort of the element of the surprise of what the next movie is and who's going to be the guest appearance. But those are the two that we have in the first two episodes that are on Amazon right now. You know, you think about when movies come out, they have the DVD and you see the gag reel and you see the deleted scenes. But for those <laughs> 70s, 60s, 70s and 80s movies, we didn't have any of that. So you you probably delight in telling all the little backstories and things we don't know about, right? Oh, yeah, that's really enjoyable. And believe me, there's plenty of my own bloopers that are on the end of every episode. <laughs> so that sort of makes up for the ones that you don't see from the movie. Who would be like your sort of holy grail uh, guest that you would like to bring in? Who are you trying to, to get on your show? Well, the ones that I would really be, you know, just my favorite aren't here with us anymore. <laughs> right. So, you know, I wish I could have had Vincent Price and Bella Lugosi and Lon Chaney. And, um, but, I, you know, I, I can tell you one person that I think we're going to have on the show is Barbara Steele, and we're going to show Nightmare Castle. So I'm really excited about having her. I got to say, if you ever get the comedians Gilbert Gottfried or Dana Gould, <laughs> they both do completely believable Vincent Price characters and impressions. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we, we certainly should have to have them then, for sure. <laughs> And then, you know, it's one thing to get a show, but, I mean, Apple TV and Amazon Prime, I mean, come on, those are the two kings right there. Yeah, and we have a couple other platforms, too, that will be going up on, I believe, Tubi um, and IMDb TV, um, I think Crackle and Roku and a couple other ones. Can you think of, I mean, do you ever? are you ever going around the dial late at night and you see something and you're like, oh, yeah, Mutant Man, I forgot <laughs> about that. Mutant Man was kind of my little launch pad to open my production company. I wrote, produced, directed it, did the craft service, did everything. And, all right. Well, yeah, that, well, then you didn't forget about that one. But is there any one where you're like, oh, I forgot I was on breaking all the rules? Um, You know, I, it's so funny. You sort of when you're in this business, you kind of equate everything in your life for what movie you were working on. Because mm. you just go from one thing to the next. Did you think that you would make this like a 40-year career? I mean, was uh, or did you think, uh, I'll do it for a few years and, and uh, fade away? No, I'm a De Laurentiis that kind of runs through the uh, our veins, blood-wise, <laughs> being in the entertainment business. I didn't see myself doing anything else. All right, for sure. You hear that name. You know you're in for some uh, wild ride. And we've been speaking with uh, Suzanne De Laurentiis. And, uh, of course, make sure to check out Suzanne's Saturday Night Scares, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, two of the uh, big uh, platforms for that. Suzanne, congratulations on the show. Thanks for stopping by and telling us about it. Thanks so much. Have a great one. All right, uh, you too. And uh, 
Yeah, so I say growing up, you'd see Dino De Laurentiis, and you're like, some some crazy is going to happen, and <laughs> some something's going to happen uh, in this uh, in this film. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is the thing that you talk about, uh, you know, Wikipedia and relying on Wikipedia. It says that she produced Rocky Five. Eh, you keep it up there. It's kind of like a byline when we lose an affiliate. It's still on the board, right? It's like someone's like, uh, didn't they change the country music 20 years ago? Eh, I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. All right. Let's talk a little comedy on the other side. Vic DiDabello, he's going to get the milk. He's going to get the bread. He's going to get the milk. He'll get the bread. Come on back on Byline. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. So, 
How can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible. Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get $10 off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $50 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73, valid in store and online. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. All right, get in line, girl. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. Rick Tittle, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. A few years ago, uh, when he was in town, we had the headlining comedian himself, Vic D. Batetto, in studio. And now we have him on the horn because he's going to be at one of the best comedy clubs in the country. That's Helium in Philadelphia. He's got shows there this week. Vic, good to have you on the show again, my man. Uh, how was the, uh, the the 14, 15 months off? Did you do outside shows? Were you on rooftops, driving movies? What did you do? did the outside shows for a while, but then when it got cold, you know, we had to put the audience in igloos. You know, how, <laughs> how long could you do that? Then I did the virtual shows, which was horrible because, mm-hmm. you know, you got the headphones on and people are watching from their homes. They don't realize I can hear them. So I'm, I'm, healing it. I'm hearing toilet flushes. I'm hearing parrots while I'm doing my act. <laughs> hey, Marie, can you get me a glass? You know, it's hard to do comedy last. But thank God, it looks like we're turning the corner. People are coming out and it, it just feels great. When you were a kid and you're at Pips in Sheepsheads Bay, of course Brooklyn, that's the same hometown as as Larry David. Did did you guys ever cross paths? No, I never met Larry. I met uh, Jerry Seinfeld a couple of times. I've never met Larry. But mm-hmm. Pips, that was like the comedy boot camp. I mean, that's that's a, the only place where the owner would heckle you if you <laughs> suck. <laughs> well, I'm thinking Long Island. You had what governors? Not much else. Yeah. Governors, uh, yeah, that's just about it in Long Island. I'll be there in uh, July, but I'm really looking forward to Helium. I've never been there. Yeah, it's funny. Um, uh, Mark Norman told me that he thinks that's the best club in, in America. And uh, and plus, the Philly crowd, man, they're, whatever it is, sports, comedy, they're, they're not going to sit on their hands. They're up for it. Exactly. You know, and Philly never lets me down. I've, I'm always, matter of fact, I got to history with Philly. I was the Grand Marshal for the Columbus Day Parade. Mm. Uh, I sold out Galdo's a couple of times. I'm going to be at the Keswick Theater. Love Philly. South Philly is what Brooklyn used to be like. Right. I thought you said you sold dildos for a second. Mm. Oh, we could say that? Oh, okay. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it with, because I love Philly as a, you know, I'm from the Bay Area. I think Philly and New York are great, but I know sometimes Philly sort of feels like 
New York gets all the attention, and, and they really should have the attention because that's where the country started, damn it, and why is New York better than us, and, and they're not. Uh, do you kind of feel that vibe sometimes, that sort of little brother vibe? Yeah. You know, look, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. When people say where you're from, I say Brooklyn. I don't even say New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm in Jersey. So now the motto in Pennsylvania, when you go to Pennsylvania, it says America starts here. I mean, tell me that's not, not a big F you to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, look at a map. You know, you know I, look, I love Jersey people. I love Philly people. You know, you, when you're from New York, you're, you're born and raised to hate the Red Sox and the Eagles. It's mm-hmm. nothing against the people. It's nothing against the city. It's the sports teams that we hate. That's all. Sure. Uh, that goes with the territory. I totally get that. Um, and for you, too, man, I was thinking, like, uh, because you've been doing this so long, did you ever get to the point where you wanted to throw in the towel, or are you just uh, – because the staying power there is pretty admirable. Yeah, I'm going up on uh, 35 years. Yeah, there was there was a point around 2013, but that's when everything turned around. Uh, I signed up with a great manager. It's more than a manager. We've become like almost brothers. The guy has done uh, what he's done for my career is uh, unbelievable. Then I was, Kevin James called me, put me in a movie. I had a couple of viral videos. Fast forward, I got over a billion views with all my videos put together that I've been doing since 2009. I got 2 million followers on the social media. I'm co-headlining with Andrew Dice Clay in certain venues, and I'm a regular cast member on a TV show on Amazon Prime about the mob in Brooklyn. I mean, I, I just never gave up. I never surrendered. You know, it, it's a brutal business. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. No doubt about it. Did you ever have a um, an agent or something saying, ah, Vic D. Bedetto, too Italian? Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll just, he'll just play to the, the Northeast. He won't. He won't do well in uh, the Midwest, which I sold out Chicago three times. It's. It's all. You know what? People like that motivate me. You know, success. Mm-hmm. When you have the haters and the naysayers, it comes with the territory. You just got to be thick-skinned and, and you got to forge your head. You know. Uh, by the way, we're speaking with uh, Vic Di Pacetto at Helium Philly. The, you mentioned the videos. I mean, the bread and milk one. Uh, that's when you came in studio. What was that about five years ago? The bread and milk one. I think more like seven, wow. 2013. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that one, you know, you talk about there, there are, there are fads and there are things that blow up and as hot as pancakes and then gets ice cold. That thing is so evergreen. Are, are you surprised that people still click on that thing every day? Very. I mean, it, the thing with that is it comes back every winter. That video was like Christmas carols. It's never going away. <laughs> I mean, it struck a nerve. It, it's, not only for snowstorms. Every time there's a hurricane somewhere, those, the views go up. It's it's good for any natural disaster, unfortunately. <laughs> 26 well, seconds, that was, from my house to the car. 26 seconds. Got wow. me more recognition. And at that time, it was 30 years of stand-up. Well, when you do your, your memoir, you now you know what to call the book, 26 seconds. Yeah, there you go. And then somebody will say, that's how long you last in bed, Vic, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It took me 26 seconds to be an overnight success. It took me 35 years. I'm still, <laughs> still paying my dues. Still paying my dues. What What was maybe, and I like to tell this story, um, Ryan Hamilton, of course, a New York comic who works clean, but he's originally from Rexburg, Idaho, and he told me one time when he was getting started that he drove like six hours into Montana to do a bar show. No one listened, no one laughed, and at the end, the bar owner 
was this this lady. She said, hey, lean in here for a second, and he got close, and she head-butted him and laughed. So he drove the whole way home holding, like, a bag of ice to his forehead, and he thought, wow. he thought if I don't quit now, I guess I'm not going to quit. So what, what was your headbutt story where you were like, I don't need this garbage? Well, I was doing a show uh, for a bunch of firemen in New Jersey. And, you know, look, I have nothing but respect for mm. firemen, police, EMS, first responders. But firemen, they, 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 like, they tend to like to their liquor. And I'm on stage. They were literally throwing food at me. It was something in New Jersey. It's a Jersey thing called a beefsteak, where they serve these little sure. pieces of, of meat on a little little bread. Actually, throwing it at me, but I made you know I made it funny. I collected two pieces of bread and then took the meat and I made a sandwich while I was doing my act. Wow! But I said, you know what? This is this is <laughs> this is degrading. I can't do this anymore. Those but, uh, dirt, I, I never gave farm. up. I never yeah. surrendered. You know, it's nice like that 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 humble you. That's what you. That's that's the true battleground for a comedian. So now, are you like, can you see Manhattan from where you live, or are you out in the Garden State countryside? Nah, I'm, a, I'm an hour from New York City. I'm a half hour from the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I was headlining regularly at Gotham Comedy Club, but that was then the pandemic hit. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. Every state has different restrictions. I did shows in Florida where they should change their state motto to what pandemic? That's a whole <laughs> different world down there. <laughs> But uh, I'm, I've been pretty fortunate. A lot of guys, you know, they had to get day jobs. They they stopped doing comedy. I, I mean, I'm in, in a pretty good position. I'm I'm a lucky guy, considering you know my calendar's all booked up to the end of 2022. That's great. Yeah, I love Gotham, by the way. And you can go downstairs and get a drink. And uh, that's the one that Seinfeld likes to you know try a couple new jokes on now and then. He'll walk in. Who, who are the brothers that run that place? Uh, Mazzilli. Yeah, Mazzilli. yeah, the Mazzilli brothers. Everybody talks about those guys are pretty stand-up guys, as you say. Back yes, there. that was actually the last club I did. That that weekend was the weekend that they closed the country. That was the last show. I, matter of fact, my picture was still up in the marquee when Jerry Seinfeld did a promo. You can see my picture in the back of the news. I don't know if it's still there, but, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, New York's not like Jersey. Jersey's not like Pennsylvania, and my manager's handling my, my calendar like it's a chess game. It's, it's really crazy. That's great. You know, it's funny. You know, all we get in Hollywood from New Jersey is, you know, New Yorkers talking about Bridge and Tunnel, and it's all Tony Soprano. And, right. And yet I remember I drove across the George Washington Bridge, and I got breakfast in this place on the other side called Mayfield, New Jersey. It was just this really nice little town. And, and then you realize that it's not all the situation over there. Right. Look, the, the, look, I, they just did a survey. I don't know who the hell came up with this one. That Jersey's the number one state to live in. And I did a video about it. Mm. And I said, don't shoot the messenger. Look, I'm, I'm not saying if it's true or not. I don't know who made the survey. I just said, I pointed out the good and the bad in New Jersey. I posted it, and it's turning into an argument. It, it's amazing. No matter what you put on the social media, it, it's an argument. I'm just, my opinion, you know, I, I didn't say it was number one. I'm just the messenger. Maybe uh, maybe that survey was done by uh, Chris Christie. Oh, it could be, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so that we... famous picture of him in the lawn chair—that was all over the place. <laughs> well, this is the thing now in comedy. We have to be. Everybody has to be so careful not to offend anyone. But do you know that fat white guys? 
the 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 target is still on them. No one will 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 get mad at you for fat shaming. Everybody will laugh. You can still make fun of fat white guys. Well, I tell you, I think it's turning the corner because I like the fact that uh, Charles, uh, what's his name, Charles Barkley, Charles Oakley, and Chris uh, Kevin Hart. They're speaking against this cancel culture. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, enough is enough. You know, it, it's it's gonna stop. It, it can't go on like this. You know, could you imagine George Collin today or oh. Richard Pryor? People they would they'd have seizures. Oh, I was watching. You know, George Carlin uh, the other. I mean, sorry, I got to see Carlin in person, which was great. But I got I was watching uh, Pryor the other day. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, five minutes in, he would have been shut down nowadays. Yeah. yeah. It, it's crazy. It's, it's Come on, man. I mean, it's comedy. Can we laugh at each other like we used to? Right. Like, that's why I mostly talk about myself and my act. So I'm, I'm pretty safe from that nonsense. And just think about how ironic it is that if you tell, like, a pedophile joke and everyone boos you, but then they'll go home and turn on the Michael Jackson documentary. It's like, wait, exactly. I, I thought you were against that. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of hypocrites in this country. It's it's crazy. It really is. I mean, comedy keeps me sane, and people tell me, you know, I get into their rough days with a pandemic, and uh, it's just it's so gratifying. I love what I do. Right. Well, for to me, it's art, and you you either like it yes. or you, you either like it or you don't. But you don't cancel it. It's an exactly. exp- it's an expression. Exactly. Just turn, change the channel. Just move on. Exactly. You know, don't announce on my page that you're unfollowing me. Just unfollow <laughs> me. <laughs> and that's what Bill Burr said. Oh no, a guy who I didn't know was following me is unfollowing yeah. me now. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> I love him. He's great. <laughs> Did you ever see that rant he did in Philly? Oh, that oh made my, that made him. Oh my God! I hope the Eagles lose every game. Oh, oh and you 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 fantasize a fictionist character, Rocky. Oh my <laughs> God! Maybe you can do that at Helium. No, 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 no! I'm gonna be a good boy. <laughs> All right, Vic. D. Batetto, make sure to check him out. Hey, when you come back to San Francisco, I'd love to have you in studio again, buddy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Rick. All right, heliumcomedy.com. Get your tickets now. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violin. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800 403 5912. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? I used to sing dirty rap to my east side fans back then. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. Then the new style came, the bass got deeper. He gave up the mic and bought you a beeper. Do you want to rap or sell? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it. Because it already done got brought. All right, a couple minutes left in a uh, big show once again. This mess with these substances for pitchers now, it took fewer than two full days to stir up more controversy since this was put into effect. And uh, the Phillies manager, Joe Girardi, last night called out Max Scherzer. And Scherzer, for his part, appeared outwardly dismayed when the umpiring crew checked his hat and glove for foreign substances twice over the first three innings last night. And Girardi perhaps detecting that he could further fluster him, then asked him, the umpires, go look again on the fourth inning. And that's when Scherzer went nuts. And he removed his belt. Sergio Romo did that last night in Texas for the umpire, the A's reliever. He took off his belt and dropped his pants. Yeah. And then Girardi ended up getting thrown out. And Girardi said, look, I saw him going to his hair, and I've never seen him do that ever. Scherzer then said, it is embarrassing for Girardi. It's embarrassing for the whole Phillies. He was playing games? Of course he was. He's a con artist. Now, 
Uh, a manager will be subject to discipline if he makes requests in bad faith, but how can they make that happen? So this is some crazy stuff going on right now in the bigs, and it's only going to get a little more cray-cray. I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.